Welcome to the pre-match, a footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season. I don't need to tell you now, but you can find us on all the major podcast providers, including Apple, Google, TuneIn, not Acast, because unfortunately for me and many of the millions of users, that is going out of business, so I'm heartbroken at losing Acast. So please make sure you find another provider and we will be on there. So as I said, thank you to everyone who's listening, sending questions, getting in touch. We really appreciate it. Our Twitter handle is at pre-match-pod. My Twitter handle is at Graham Bailey. His Twitter handle is at Craig underscore Honeyman. How are you doing, Craig? Good, Graham. Really good week. And looking forward to uh, a positive weekend of football ahead. Yeah, good week. Well, I say good week. Not wasn't a wasn't a great week for English clubs in Europe, and we're going to attack that first. Uh, then we'll move on to a bit of a new deals for managers. Mikel Arteta, the latest to do that, and then we'll really get into the relegation dogfight, etc. In the Premier League, when we start on the previews. But first, as we alluded to, the European fallout, Craig. Let's start with the Champions League. As expected, Liverpool came past Villarreal, who who, almost, who delivered a bit of a shock there. They went 2-0 up. They yeah. really put up a good fight, which we didn't expect anything less from Villarreal. Um, they played really well. With that team they've got, it's great. You know, They've got a couple of real standout performers. I love Paul Torres at the back and Dan Juma from the first leg. I think we may be seeing both of those players in the Premier League. Dan Juma may be returning. Um, so, but the big game, obviously, Craig, was in Madrid. And Manchester City, again, contriving to, for me, Craig, you know, they've only got themselves to blame. They're two-goal margins at home numerous times. Then they're in the 90th minute, Craig, and, and, and they've got a two-goal advantage. It's just absolute suicide. And I just can't, I still can't fathom how they didn't get through, Craig. Two goals in injury time, they conceded. And then Real Madrid, a penalty from Benzema to go through, Craig. Can, can you still believe that they went out considering the position they were in? Um, yeah. Oh, listen, Graham, it, it was one that I, I saw um, French TV had uh, statistics in the 90th minute or the 89th minute, sorry. And Real Madrid had a 1% chance of progressing. Man City, 99% probability. Um, and look, it was it was madness, Graham. But do you know, in pe- people are forgetting that uh, that Edison made a wonderful save in the 94th minute, whatever it was. They could have gone out before going into, into extra time. It was just a complete collapse from, from their defence. You and I were talking... Um, off air before we start to record, and you know, I, I, I think Real Madrid made really good substitutions, and I think Man City made bad ones. Um, you know, I, th- I thought taking Mares off was a mistake, not just because he scored the goal, not just because what he was providing offensively, but I thought his defensive work during the game was excellent. Um, both both him and Kyle Walker uh, down down the City right hand side. Um, nullified uh, Vinicius to, to some degree. Obviously, Kyle Walker was brilliant before he went off. Uh, he went off and obviously they, they did miss him. Cancelo came across and I, I do think Cancelo was at fault for the goal um, where he's, a, he's allowed Benzema to put the ball back across totally um, without putting any any kind of any kind of challenge in whatsoever. I think Foden and Grealish uh, jumped out with challenges for crosses to come in, which is unforgivable really in my opinion um, and then ultimately they've lost Graham because they've conceded two penalties in um, in across the across the two legs which were defensive errors um, you know handball and then a, a lazy a lazy tackle uh, when Benzema was going nowhere really uh, City I think played really well in the second half or the first half they were poor and then it's basically you know 
extra time they were non-existent because they didn't have enough attacking players on the pitch. Real Madrid, I thought their their gamesmanship, the way they they played out the game, was just an experienced team that know how to get through in European competition. Yeah, it was a shock a shock to us all, and the one which, um, yeah, again, um, Pep Guardiola is. Is it's going to be frustrating, Craig? You know, this is becoming a big chip on his shoulder now. I think it will, I think it will incite him. You know, from what we're hearing, obviously in terms of Klopp signed his new deal, we believe that Pep is going to start his soon, and it'll, it'll get the juices flowing. We hope it does, Craig. You know, it, it, but he needs to get this over the line at some point, doesn't he? You know, he didn't win the European Cup with that brilliant Bayern Munich team, and now this City team is. Flattering to the sea, but it's a big summer ahead for City. And, and hey, they've still got the Premier League to go. Um, if they win the Premier League and beat Liverpool to that, it will go a long way to softening this blow, won't it? But he really does want this European this European Cup with another team other than Barcelona because that is beginning to be an issue for him. So it does mean that it's Real Madrid versus Liverpool in the final. Uh, a, a fantastic game for European football, Craig. It's a game of the ages. Carlo Ancelotti, what an amazing job he's doing. You know, as well as this year becoming the first manager to win five titles in five top flights um, across Europe, he's the first. I think he's the, isn't he? Is he the first? There's a five-time thing he's done with Europe. I, I think. I think it's. I think it's, off he's, the top of my head. I think he's the first coach to go to five Champions League finals. Yeah. So um, wonderful job by Carlo Ancelotti, and um, yeah, we're hoping that he's going to have a busy. He's going to have a busy summer, but hey, they might end up doing the, the, the double. I don't think many people thought, and I must say, I was one of them. We didn't think Real would have a chance to win it. We thought they'd go deep, Craig, but they've come through. Let's not forget, whilst Liverpool have had a pretty decent run to the final, let's be, you know what I mean? They haven't really had anyone lay a glove on them too much. Real Madrid have come past PSG, Chelsea, and Man City. That's a phenomenal effort. Yeah. Do you know what, Craig? Be, be, because of that and how they've come through, does that make them favourites for the final? Obviously, Liverpool are a phenomenal team, but Real Madrid seemingly are just finding a way to win. And and one thing I I noticed, Graham, is that they they're the first team ever to have lost a game in the round of sixteen, quarter final, and semi final, and still got through. Mm. So they so they've, they've lost legs uh, and got through each time by overturning a. A deficit, which is just unbelievable, really. You know, when they were playing PSG, I thought they were out, thought PSG had done them. Uh, they came back in that game, uh, late goals and, and, and won. Chelsea, I thought Chelsea had knocked them out, came back in that game, late goals and, and won. They were, they were down and out against City, came back and won. You know, sometimes, you just, is is their name on the trophy this year, Graham? <laughs> you know, it will, will fate decide that. They're going to uh, they're going to overcome a, a phenomenal Liverpool team. It's, listen, whichever way you look at it, it's going to be a great final. Uh, I would have loved an all-English final, but I think the rest of Europe are celebrating the fact that it's not an all-English final. And we'll come on to the other competitions and we'll talk about why other, other clubs in Europe are celebrating too. Yeah, well, we hope we were hoping for an all British affair in the Europa League, Craig. And um, yeah. I say I spoke about. I think I predicted Rangers would come through against RB Leipzig, which they did. A wonderful performance last night at Ibrox. You know, James Tavernier, um, Glenn Kamara, and John Lundstrom with the goals. I said to you, John Lundstrom was so good in that first leg, playing in that. Um, he did the middle of the back five, but coming out, Glenn Kamara was. Phenomenal. I, I, do, I do wonder, Giovanni Van Pogherst, Craig, where he hasn't played 
he didn't play Kamara in the big old firm league match a few weeks back. I did wonder what he was doing. And then he played in this game. But I think he's he stumbled on a, a formation here which really works in his European games. And Ryan Kent, there were so many good performances. Great, no, no, nobody was bad. And, and Rangers did have to have a 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 performance to get through. And and the comfort we did against Leipzig, who were disappointing and Kunku was okay, scored a good goal. But uh, well done to Rangers. A phenomenal effort who, you know, for Scottish football, that's a massive performance. It keeps, yeah, um, it says- it, it keeps Scottish football... Tangible, it keeps them um, not fashionable. It keeps important. Scottish football is important. And, can, can, and can remember, can remember the, the um the last final Rangers went to European yeah, final two thousand and eight. Yeah, it keeps two thousand eight. Uh, yeah, Manchester and the loss and the took the, the, the Petersburg, but they took thousands and thousands and mm. thousands of fans that didn't have tickets that just took over Manchester. Um, I think this finals in in Sevilla, uh, in Seville, and I think they'll be taking. Again, thousands and thousands and thousands of Scotsmen. Uh, it's it's a bit like Andy Murray this this game in that um, when Andy Murray loses, he's Scottish, and when he wins, he's British. Um, now the English clubs are out of Europe. I think there'll be a lot calling uh, Rangers a British team. You're flying the flag for Great Britain. Well, we'll say, we'll say. Not for, as you know, I'm a, I'm a Rangers man anyway. I'm named after Graham Sooners. I'm half Scottish. I've always been a Rangers man, as you know, Craig. Uh, but as you said, there's going to be thousands of um, Scots. Glaswegians making their way to Seville, but there won't be any Cockneys there. There won't be any Londoners oh. there, Craig, because West Ham went out to Frankfurt, Eintracht Frankfurt. And, and, and as well, I think Rangers will be delighted to face Frankfurt. This is a Rangers team, Craig, who've knocked out Borussia Dortmund and RB Leipzig, two of the heavyweights in the, in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Eintracht Frankfurt have knocked West Ham out, and West Ham fans will say to me, oh, they're pretty good. Eintracht Frankfurt are a mid-table Bundesliga team. They've got some good players, of course they have, but they are a mid-table Bundesliga team. And you could see Declan Rice afterwards, Craig, they went out 1-0 on the evening. They had Aaron Cresswell sent off, who... It was a bad challenge. I don't think it's It wasn't a bad challenge. It was a, yeah, but in you, Craig, it was a silly challenge to make, for me. Uh, and, and then Craig, yeah. and then David Moyes got sent off afterwards. You could tell Declan Rice afterwards, Craig, he was, he was heartbroken. He knew that this was a... It, this was a missed opportunity for West Ham to, to get in the Champions League, Craig. It really is. I think I think them all, but but Graham, I, I, th- I think the damage was done in the first leg, wasn't it? L- losing at home, they, they were always on uh, you know a, a, an uphill task um, when when Criswell was sent off. I've, I, I watched it two three times, and the first time I thought six or one half a dozen of the other. Um, you know, he does try to get the ball, um, and I and they have, I thought they have it, such a great away record. Though. I think that's why the West Ham yeah, yeah. in, in Europe this season. I haven't followed. We haven't followed West Ham as close as Rangers in Europe, but they've got a phenomenal. Away, right? They really thought they were winning last night. I know a few West Ham fans, and they they they're staggered that they didn't go through. Mate, honestly, um, I'm gutted. They're out. Mm. I'm gutted. City are out. I, I listened to to Gabby Agbonlaho, uh through the week on the radio, Graham, and I don't know if you heard his interview. He was really telling he he was he was in a bar in London, uh, probably with around a, a thousand a thousand football fans in there, watching the the, the City Real game on on TV, on the big screens. And there were people cheering for Real Madrid and he couldn't get his head around that. And I'm like, I can't get my head around it either. If there was a, a, a British team playing in Europe, be it Scottish, English, um, I am supporting that team. 
Uh, no, no doubt, I want them to to get the result. So I I was desperate for West Ham to do well. I, I was desperate for for City, Liverpool, Chelsea, uh, all all to do well. Uh, when Chelsea were playing Real Madrid, I wanted Chelsea to beat them. You know, I, I can't get my, my head around British fans, English fans in particular, wanting English teams to lose in Europe. Um, yeah, it's, I, I'm, I don't particularly. I'm not. I'm you know. I'm not heartbroken when they go. I'd, I'd have liked West Ham to get through against Rangers. I mean, Rangers. I would have been heartbroken. I'm not my team. So, but I think this final would have been better with West Ham in it. Um, and we in the third, in in away from the Champions League was the third team looking to progress to the final. Craig and Leicester went out to Roma. Mm. They were defeated one nil in the Eternal City. They couldn't do the job that our own Middlesbrough did those years ago, Craig. We went, yeah. we, knocked, we knocked Roma out, and Roma uh, will face in the final a Feyenoord. Feyenoord, So it's a, it's a, that was a terrific win. I don't think many of us saw. Um, final win that, but they've gone through. It'll be a final Roma final. Um, I do fear a little bit for final in that final, I must admit. But fair play to Tammy Abraham and Chris Smalling, so we'll have some English representation yeah. in that conference league final. But yeah, I think Leicester will be disappointed not to have um gone through okay. But it was always it was always a tough ask to, to win in Rome for them, yes. It was, I, I think they had the, the, the home leg where they had that one all draw, didn't they? They came from behind to, to get that. They missed quite a lot of chances in that game. Yeah, go, going to Rome was always going to be difficult. Um, on, on Tammy Abraham, mate, a point of note, you know, I'm a big fan of Tammy and I, I, I do put you in your place about him on a on a, on a a consistent basis. Tammy That's Abraham... Not, not putting my place. Listen, you, 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 listen, you read us some stats that are accurate. Listen, go on. T- t- the stats are accurate. Tammy Abraham's 25 goals this season for Roma are the most of any English player in all of Europe's top five leagues, and that's from ESPN. So there you right, go. So fifth, I think I think he's had a decent season, Greg. Hasn't had a phenomenal. It's had a great season. season. F- a great, f- fifteen goals, fifteen it, goals it, in thirty-three starts got, is okay. It's got twenty. It's got twenty-five goals in all this, competitions. Yeah, but look at okay. Take the Conference League out. Look at the Serie A. He's got fifteen in thirty-three starts, which is good. Which is it's really not, good. It's not phenomenal. This, it's good. This first season, Graham, he has had a phenomenal season. Okay, well, back to do it. But hey, I've always wished him all the best. He's gone out there. I, and I, lo- I love it when English players go abroad. I think he's gone out there. He, he could have easily stayed in England, taken an easy task. But I like, I love the fact he's gone to, gone to Italy, trying his luck. And, and he's doing okay. And it, the form probably will be enough to get him in the World Cup squad. But we'll say, will he be able to move this summer? I wouldn't rule out one of the big clubs coming in for him in the summer. So I think he is one to keep an eye on. He's, um, yeah, listen, he's, he's, done, he's, he's done the job. He's more effective than Romelu Lukaku, who Chelsea, uh, you know, bought to to replace him. So there you go. You think, well, he's not a better player than Lukaku, is he? I think he is. Okay, well, we'll beg to differ on that one. But on to so Syria. Um, so Tammy will be playing. I said final in the final. I'm not even sure uh, that is in Al- I think did I, Albania the final. To to I think. Oh, wow. Somewhere on you, David. I think it's somewhere like that, and it's a very impressive stadium at Albania. One actually, I think that's where Roma and Feyenoord will be facing each other. I tell you, that'll be a fantastic atmosphere with all the Rotterdam fans and the Romans meeting there. So good luck to them later this month. Uh, takes us on to a bit of news before we get to the previews and talk about the relegations in the Premier League. Mikel Arteta has signed yep. a new three-year deal with his assistant at Arsenal. And you, and you know, um, love my he's taken them to the brink of the cha- of the Champions League spots, and I don't. I think he's had a successful season. 
you know, the you can only beat what's around you, Craig, can't you? you and and yep. yeah, they do really only beat the teams that they should. But hey, if that's enough to get your top four, so be it. Did they beat the, 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 the Bob Chelsea recently? They won. Yeah, it was a strange one, wasn't it? That was where he Four brought two. in he brought in um, El Nenny back in, didn't he? Who I think he's yeah, doing pretty well from at the moment. And uh, yeah, he, he, you could argue he left himself a bit short, but if he gets top four, job done. It's a big yeah. summer. It's a big summer ahead for them, Craig. They need strikers. And, 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 you know, it's a big summer head because there's a lot of strikers available, Craig, but you have to pick the right one. You know, there's the, there's the Victor Ossiman, Jonathan David, there's the Richarlison. There's so many strikers out there, but you have to get the right one, Craig. One time, Tammy Abraham. Hey, hey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out, Craig. For me, I, although the one I think they should sign is Lautaro Martinez. They have been linked to him as well. But, hey, there's so many strikers who are out there. And you have to get the right one that fits. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, we've seen Tammy linked, but hey, um, we'll see who they plump for in the end with Lacazette. And I think Nketiah might sign a new deal, Craig. I think Nketiah might stay, but he won't be first choice, that's for sure. I think he'll and, leave, Graham. I, I, and look, it, it looks, it does look now that Arsenal are going to secure fourth place, doesn't it? Unless do Tottenham has that. Did they play Tottenham in the yes. first two games left? So, that, that, it's all in that game, isn't it? Yeah, they play they play Tottenham next weekend. Um, that that'll be a bit like the Forest Bournemouth game. It'll be winner take all probably on that game. But Tottenham do have the better goal difference, so a, a draw would do Arsenal. But obviously, if Spurs win, then they get the fourth place. Where is that game at, Craig? The, the game is at Tottenham at the Tottenham Hotspur wow, Stadium. Wow, that would be that could that could be one of the games of the season. It it? Could. When, when is it that, could. Craig? When is that again? I think it's next weekend. Or listen, Joy, it might be midweek, Graham. Yeah. Because it's one of the pers- wow, so that is really is one to look forward to. That could be game of the season, but we'll uh, touch on on that. Let, let me look ahead to the fixtures. Arsenal versus it's Thursday the twelfth of May. Thursday the twelfth of May is that huge game. So hopefully, um, that the way the, se- the the way the season's going, they could lose. They could both lose to both games. Like every every game up until then, it's been so up and down with these two. Uh, but what a cracking game that is to end the season. And Arsenal is still. Only three, they're only three points off Chelsea, remarkably. It's such has been there in the form recently. But yeah, I want to look forward to it. But congratulations to Mikel Arteta. He's got a deal, a three-year deal. So, you know, the pressure's still on him to perform, but a big summer ahead for him and Edu um, to see what he can do. See if he can catch up with those big three, Craig, because that's a big... Getting fourth is a big thing for Arsenal, but then closing that gap on the likes of City, Liverpool, and I assume Chelsea, that's an, another big step to take, isn't it? It sure is. It sure is. I, I, look, look, it's um, the, the, the Premier League. Graham, I, I, we'll, we'll talk about it when we come on to the, the, the relegation battle. Um, you know, the, the I know I know from clubs I'm speaking to in Europe, Graham, um, I, I'm hugely concerned that the, the Premier League is becoming an all-encompassing death star that's sucking the life out of European football because they have so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it well, so is... So in, fe- so in a lot of ways, Craig, as we just discussed, this European fallout where West Ham, Leicester and yeah. City have all gone out. That, that's almost for, for a refreshing from a European point of view. Graham, the, whilst I was disappointed that English clubs were out, there are clubs around Europe absolutely celebrating this fact. No, no, no doubt about it. They didn't want uh, Leicester City and West Ham... And and City versus uh, Liverpool uh, in in finals, they just didn't want it whatsoever. And I guess they didn't want they did, they've got the, in the Europa League a lot of people around Europe. They didn't want 
Leipzig, who bought who, who were very the closest thing to a Premier League model almost. Leipzig yeah. versus West Ham. So they've got Eintracht Frankfurt versus Rangers. That's a fairy tale for them, isn't it? The two clubs that were yeah, based, is. based around the fans. Yeah, I think Frank Frankfurt and Rangers is the for 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 your way for is their dream final, Graham, and and also for uh, club chairman uh, from those mid mid ranging clubs. It's that that's that's what they want to see. Um, look, the the, the Champions League uh, final. What what we are going to see is you know in the final, uh, Real Madrid and, and and Liverpool will have you know uh, two of the 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 top four five budgets of all the teams competing in the champions league so you know that, that's that's not really a shock the only shock is that city are out uh who you know up there with again will be in the top three budgets and i'll put liverpool's case aside to it Craig, that they go into that final with their highest paid player being Virgil van Dijk on £220,000 a week. The way FSG have got that finance is so sublime. I imagine he wouldn't even be in top 10 Real squad with that figure, would he? I don't, listen, I don't know what he's earning for sure. I know but the, the reports that we read, uh, Real play, re, their, their top players are paid uh, astronomical amounts of money, as mm. are Barcelona players, uh, far in excess uh, what we what players get in England. And of course, there are, there are tax benefits for those players as well in Spain. Um, yeah, the, the rest of Europe are celebrating the fact that I think the Rangers one in particular, Rangers Frankfurt one, mate, uh, is, is going to be great. Obviously, Feyenoord getting to, to a final. Uh, as opposed to a to a, a Leicester City um, or, or another English team, uh, Roma are a good team. Roma, you know, Graham, we we tipped all along, and we're not wise after the event. We we did say uh, that it would be a, a a Roma final. We did predict a Roma Tottenham final, but of course, Tottenham were eliminated for not fielding a team due to COVID, which I think they I think Tottenham made quite. Enjoyed not being in the tournament to give them this run towards the the Champions League in uh, in, in the yeah. top four, but well, they haven't done it. They've, no, they've wasted their opportunities being off. They've wasted them, really. But let's um, let's get now get onto the Premier League. We're going to touch on the um, championship, the top, the battle for top four, the title, and the relegation battle, which are all yeah. ongoing in the Premier League. It's really exciting. We know it. Uh, but let's take these games one at a time. So first up, Craig, is Brentford-Southampton. A lot of these, oh, I'm not saying dead, but it's got a lot to play for. 14th versus 15th, you know, and we'll come on to what it needs to do. It need what Points-wise, what you need to stay yeah. up this season. Brentford-Southampton, both safe. An interesting, interesting battle, this one, Craig. You know, Brentford have... Um, I've had a really good run of form recently, Brentford. Southampton, you know, lost to Palace, beat Arsenal. Very up and down, Southampton. Uh, it's a big season ahead for them. Big summer ahead. Big summer ahead for a lot of teams. But Southampton, one of them, they're going to lose. Are they going to lose those loan signings? Ward Prowse linked, but I don't think Ward Prowse will be going anywhere. Craig, I think he's a he's a Southampton man through and through, and will be staying put. Do we think here? Oh, Southampton. I'm going to say two one Southampton here, Craig, with um um your main man Ward Prowse bagging a free kick. Yeah, Grim, I, I think I think Brentford have had a, a wonderful season. Uh, I think they've been a, a breath of fresh air. Um, they didn't go mad in January, as as you've discussed in previous pods with with the business. And I think that's that's been well, a huge do, benefit. How, but... how do do? Here's a question for you, Craig. Yeah. Take a Christian Eriksen out of the team. Do Brent, would Brentford now still be in this relegation battle? I think they might. Yeah, I think Eriksen was was a phenomenal sign. I think he's he's really impacted. 
the squad, the team, the eleven, the style of play. I think he's been he's been phenomenal. Uh, I don't think he'll be there next year, uh, next next season. Sorry, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. I think I think Southampton will, will win this two one on the Ward Prowse one, mate. Just uh, my only my only issue there is he is he might leave in the summer uh, simply because it's World Cup year. Uh, it, it maybe if he's playing for. A Tottenham or an Arsenal or a Newcastle United um, or a West Ham, you know, uh, he might have more chance of of going to uh, the World Cup. I, I've said to you before, Graham, if Manchester United are trying to build a culture going forward, I think Ward Prowse is the kind of the ideal signing for them. You know, he can play numerous positions. He is an honest, hardworking pro. He will give them um, the level of performance they need. The likes of Jared Bowen, um, Ward Prowse may not be the sexy foreign uh, players that the that the fans necessarily want. But I think if you're building a culture, those are the kind of players that help build that successful culture going forward. But yeah, two one to Southampton. Mm. I just think with these, unfortunately, with the English market, English players come at a huge cost. Don't they, they do. So, yeah. Uh, do. Having having signed a new deal, was it not long ago? Wasn't it? Well, probably didn't sign. Last, last, no, he, he signed. He signed in the summer, mate. Last summer, we said we yeah, did say so, that, and I did say it was going to be their best signing uh, all season. Yeah. Proved so, to, so yeah. that'll probably mean it's a bit too expensive for a few as well, because we know. Um, Likes Liverpool, who would it would be ideal for Liverpool, wouldn't it? Craig? Of course, they're, they're, yeah, not gonna, they're not going to spend 70 million pounds on an Englishman in the Premier. Unfortunately for the Englishman, they probably are worth it, but yeah, that's not the way some clubs do business. But we'll keep an eye on Ward Prowse. Um, I imagine his name will be coming up a bit more in the summer market. Um, on to the next three o'clock game, which is one of the games that is massively entwined, entrenched in the Premier League relegation battle Burnley hosting Villa. So the, the bottom of the table as we speak, Norwich are relegated, Watford are relegated as well, no matter what they say. It is three, yeah. it is one it is one from three clubs, Craig. Yeah. In in 18th is Everton on 32 points with a game in hand over both yeah. Leeds and Burnley. Leeds and Burnley on 34 points. Burnley have got a massive um superior super fast superior goal difference to Leeds, which um yep. obviously is coming back to bite them. But this is Everton, who are two points behind Burnley. So this, let's talk Burnley here, Craig. Uh, in terms of what they need to stay up, I think it's it's back to the usual um, mark of around 38 points, Craig, I think is the target for these clubs. Um, and Burnley at Hunter Villa, this will be one they're targeting, Craig, won't it? And, but do you think 38 is probably the target they're looking at? Another four points that would be for them. I, I think we said on the pod a couple of months ago, I, I, I thought 36 would have been enough. I'm, I'm, I'm I think we now, said the, I think we thought yeah. even less than that at one point. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm now, yeah, 35, 36, we were talking. I'm now going to suggest 40. I, I think you, you might need 40 to to stay up, um, looking at where these where these teams are. Mm. I, I I think if you offered Leeds at Leeds and Burnley 38, they might take it, but you're quite right. Yeah. We, do, we don't know what where wins and losses are coming, but... What do we think here, Greg? I think, you know, the way Villa have got the the Villa players have got their um, bags packed for their summer holidays. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think some of these Villa players are gonna they're gonna regret the way they've ended the season. Some of these Villa players, I think, we're gonna see a lot of change at Villa. Steven yeah. Gerrard's got his feet on the table. He'll be backed. I think, particularly in defence. I think um, yeah. there could be major changes coming here. Anyway, I think it'll be another another poor day for Stevie G. G's men, um, and it'll be. I don't know, Burnley are like this, you know. The 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 ones we think they win, they don't. The ones we don't think they win, they win. I'm gonna say one all, one all. I'm gonna say here, it's not as easy as we think. One all. Um, I think Villa's form is really poor. Obviously, they beat Aston Villa last time out. Um, 
and they've only beaten, I think, before that Leeds, and then went four or five, uh, went and lost them in, in a row. Um, I, I think I'd said to you, Graham, you know, the, the much maligned Frank Lampard has got a better win ratio than Steven Gerrard right now, which is which is frightening. And I think Burnley are going to beat Villa for all the reasons that you said. I think I think Villa are on the holidays. It's a must win or it's a must not lose for Burnley. They must take at least a point. But I think they're going to take all three. I think they. They, they've got confidence to know uh, how to get results uh, at the business end of the, the season. And I think, you know, shackles are a little bit off since Sean Dyche has gone. I think, that's, I think they've, they've been given a, a new sense of life and I think they're going to win this 2-1. And, and by the they are looking around for the things, but surely if Mike Jackson, um, ably assisted by our friend Paul Jenkins, if Mike Jackson keeps him up, surely they have to give him a job or do you think that isn't necessarily the case? I think he deserves it. Um, mm. But I don't think it's necessarily the case, Graham. I think they might they might look at that and say, "Job done, uh, reward him with a nice paycheck, and then move on it, to." Yeah, because he'll go manager. he'll go back to his role as the under twenty threes coach, isn't it? Yeah, Paul yeah. Jenkins is upstairs anyway. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, very interesting case. Obviously, Stevie Gerrard, as you say, Craig, he, he might he might take some comfort from the fact that the team he built is in the Europa League final. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure he'll wish them all the very best. Uh, Chelsea, Wolverhampton Wanderers next, Craig. Wolverhampton Wanderers, strange team. Talk about a team who, who are now <laughs> on holiday, Craig. Ruben Neves did come back at the weekend. A prime example of, you know, sometimes these managers do tell porcupines. Bruno Lager pretty much said that Ruben Neves was not playing in that game. And then he played. But anyway, uh, at Chelsea, two teams. I don't think this is going to be a classic, this one, Craig, at all. I think you've got two teams who the season couldn't, the season end couldn't come quick enough. Um, Chelsea have got the cup final. To look, they've got the cup final, haven't they, Chelsea? They have got the FA Cup final. I've got the FA Cup final in oh, a few weeks' Pal- time. Um, yeah, so so that's quite intriguing, that, because, yeah, he'll be, Tuchel will be telling them, won't he, that he needs to, they need to get the, the finger out here. I hope he, he reverts to... Is usual. Oh, it's a tough one, this one, Craig. I'm going to say 2-1 Chelsea because I think the players will have one eye on that cup final now and you need to start pulling your finger out if you want to play at Wembley. Yeah, I, th- I think Chelsea now, Graham, well and truly in a state of flux. Um, it, I think Thomas Pickel has done an unbelievable job in the circumstances. What's going on in the background is uh, is a distraction. There's, there's no doubt about that. We already know that Antonio Rudiger, as we've spoke about many, many, many times, arguably the best central defender in the Premier League this year, is moving on. Uh, he's going to Real Madrid. Um, I, I, I've read through the week and I'm reliably informed that both Marcus Alonso and Cesar Aspilicueta are leaving to join uh, Barcelona on, on free transfers. Um, you've also got the Marcus Alonso Christ- isn't, he's not available on free transfers uh, well Is apparently it? he's gone so uh, and Andreas he, 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 he wants to go yeah and same with Cesar Cesar wants to go as well but he, they took up an option on him um, oh, right, they do okay. want, want yeah, Christiansen's leaving isn't he yeah oh, he's, he, well, he, he's definitely going to Barcelona he, yeah, he has signed for them yeah, so 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 you look at it and defensively, you know, they've started to concede goals. So the best the best the best defender in recent times has been Thiago Silva at thirty seven, along with Tony Rudiger. Uh, they, they, they've, they've missed, as we know, uh, Ben Chilwell's been a huge huge miss for them, and will be a miss for England. The series back the better. Mason Martin midfield continues to excel. Um, 
the goals have dried up for them. Harvets is is not scoring, playing in that false nine role as as he was a few a few weeks back. Um, Lukaku's been a disaster of a signing. Um, Pulisic and Werner need more game time. Graham, for me, I, I'd play them. I'd probably, like you've said for a few weeks, put mount a little bit deeper again uh, and get those involved. I just I don't think, think he trusts him. Then that's the problem with the Zayac, Pulisic's um, of this world. He, he, yeah. he doesn't trust me, rightfully so. They've had the chances, and that's why I think you do have to. Unfortunately for me, and not unfortunately, Miss Matt probably likes playing there. He has to play yeah. there because you know you're going to get an eight out of ten performance out of him. Yeah, whereas you are. Some of those other guys can. The, yeah, they can produce eight or nines, but they can produce a four to ten as well. Some some weeks. Yeah, it's really frustrating. I think he's done a great job. I think Chelsea, uh, the sooner the, the ownership becomes involved, the better for, for that football club. Um, but I think they'll win this 2 0. Yeah, it's, Chelsea's an interesting one. It's going to keep, keep us entertained, us journals, throughout this um, coming few weeks. And uh, yeah. let's hope it doesn't interfere with their summer recruitment because um, they've got a bit of work to do there. But let's see um, who wins out. Todd Boyley, the favourite at the moment. Um, who is the LA Dodgers owners, by the way, Craig, but I'm sure you knew that. Um, LA Dodgers being baseball as well, Craig, and I'm sure you knew that as well, didn't you? The LA Dodgers. Very mm-hmm. big baseball team. Um, on to Crystal Palace Watford. One of Roy Hodgson's last games in charge of Watford before he retires, so we wish Roy all the very best. I'm not sure we believe him fully, Craig. Um, it's, always, it's one of these players, managers who always bobs up, isn't he, towards the end of his career. Um, and let's hope it isn't the last we've seen him, Roy. We do enjoy seeing him about. Uh, Crystal Palace at home, you know, he spent many a year there. It's a quite a good game for him, this one. Watford already down. I don't know the sums. I imagine Watford will be confirmed as down if they don't win this game, Craig. And they will lose this game, I think. It'll be one of um, Conor Gallagher's last games for Palace as well. Um, whoa. I see Zahar and Ebrici Easy is back in form. 3-0 Palace here, Craig. I think they'll, get, they'll send Watford spinning into the championship here. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're going to win. I think Watford will go down fighting. They'll get a goal. Palace don't score many. 2-1 to, to Palace. And, you know, I, th- I think this will be uh, Roy Hodgson's, uh, you know, uh, final final time in football, Graham. Uh, and what, what a wonderful job he's done in football and, and being a trailblazer for, for English football. We're going working abroad, managing national teams, he speaks several languages, um, he's proper proper... Proper coach, proper coach, um, and look, thank, thanks, Roy, for the memories and uh, on, on your goal. But you're gonna, you know, sadly, lose this game two one. On to the five thirty kickoff, Brighton hosting Manchester United on the south coast. Brighton in ninth place. Um, they've, had, they've had a good win of form actually quite of late. They've looked decent. Yeah, they have. Uh, and Brighton, I think, going to summer full of. Full, I think full of ambition, you know, they've got some good players already coming in. Undaf is coming in from Belgium and Casado is impressed when I'm seeing him. I think they will leave lose Eve Basuma, but I think he's one player who I trust Brighton to be able to replace um fairly comfortably. You know, they've got good money, they've got good scouting, and the same people who picked him will be able to replace him. They're hosting a Manchester United team who are as you've used already in a bit of flux, you know, they can't wait yeah. for a ten hard to take over. Um I don't think AD's performances at the moment are going to have a massive say. It's, it's Ronaldo's farewell tour. Um, you know, he's still playing well. Oh, I think it'll be a one all draw here, Craig. Um, I've got no faith in Manchester United getting a result, Graham, to, to be honest with you. Um, and because of that, I'm going to suggest that 
United will lose and Brighton will win 2-1. Takes it on to a final game on Saturday, and it's a cracker, Craig. It's a good one. It's Liverpool versus Tottenham. Interesting one to get. I watched, I saw Liverpool win at Newcastle last time out. It was a 1 0 scoreline, which flattered Newcastle. Although, to be fair, fair play to Teddy Howe, to get the performance he did out of that 11 players was very impressive because, you know, that. There's some players there who I was sat next to a reporter, actually, Craig, um, a Liverpool reporter. And we did say we did agree that Newcastle have the biggest spread of talent, Craig, in, in of any team and division, from the very best player being Bruno to the maybe the less the least capable player. I think Newcastle got the biggest spread in the Premier League, if not. I mean, that does happen with these teams when they're buying players, but Bruno was very good last week. But on to Liverpool, Craig. It's the first time I've 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 been that close to Liverpool because at Newcastle you're very close to the pitch. And yep. don't really impress me. Virgil van Dijk and not his player Craig, the voice. He was booming throughout the thing. And I've been at Newcastle a lot this year. He was the first centre half who I've seen. I've seen Newcastle, I've seen Chelsea there, I've seen all the best teams. Van Dijk was booming the whole way through. He was brilliant, old-fashioned defender, letting everyone know what the jobs were. And, um, yeah, they're really impressive. I'll tell you a player who, I, as you know, I'm not the biggest fan of, Craig, but he was sensational on the day. Naby Keita was fantastic. And he, First, it, I've, told, I've told you how good he is. He needs no, to run a games, and he's not but, had to run a game. But what it is, Craig, what I love about that, though, Craig, it's these players are playing for cup finals now. They yeah. know. And he knows he's not going to get many chances, Naby Keita. He went in there and won that game for them. And I tell you what, he was next to Milner and Henderson. So it wasn't like he was slotted in alongside Thiago and stuff and getting all the ball. He ran that midfield with, and Jordan Henderson was excellent as well. You can tell that that Liverpool team could have the cigars out. They haven't. They were phenomenal. So impressive. And for that reason, they won't be losing to Tottenham here. And, and I think they'll beat Tottenham comfortably 3-1 here. I don't see anything else. I, I don't agree with you. And I also think that Naby Keita will start in the Champions League final um, and probably start in the uh, the FA Cup final too. Um, I, I, he he just Graham he is so good. He's not had the run of games since joining uh, Liverpool, um, and it must be really difficult when you've signed a player, paid all like they've, they've paid a fortune for him, so they've not had that return of investment really for the amount of money they've spent for the the games he's played. But it's not, he's, he's, really... he's one. He's one of the few who will probably be. Um, would he be a success or not? Liverpool fans are probably on, on the fence with him. He hasn't been disastrous, right? But the, the Jurgen Klopp pushed the ball out for him as well. But as you say about the depth, Greg, in that game there, Minamino and Oxford Chamberlain couldn't even get on the bench. Minamino yeah. travelled as a spare man. Oxford Chamberlain didn't even travel. And I said to yeah. the Liverpool guy, "Is he not? And he said, "Is he not training well? Is he off colour?" Said no. Minamino and Oxley Chamberlain are flying and training as well, but Liverpool yeah. are just playing that well. They can't get a look in. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I bet. I bet the intensity and the levels of that Liverpool training are excellent. So you look at the characters that they've got in there. The, the likes of Andy Robertson. I bet. I bet he is yeah. unbelievable in training in terms of the intensity. James Milner. I know what James Milner's like. His intensity. He's, he's because, a, because Robertson as well. He's one of those players, Craig, who's refusing to be choked. Where Simicas who I really, really like as a player. I think Simicast yeah. would be a left-back for a lot of teams around Europe. And I'm not saying that. I think he would play for the top four teams. But you tell Robertson is refusing to rest. Yep. So you can t- and, and, and I think you can say that. And as you say, it's that spirit in that camp at the moment where they could be relaxing and stuff. They look more of it now than at any point in the season. It's remarkable. Yeah, and, and, and the competition for places, I think, you know, we spoke about the signing of Jota and, 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 and Luis Diaz and how that's changed the dynamic of that 
that brilliant front three that they've got. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, that mixture it's of youngsters. It's that mixture of youngsters which we're yeah. not seeing at City, Craig, are we? Where it's no. a Cur- it's a Curtis Jones's, it's a Trent, it's a Nico yeah. Williams who's on loan at Fulham and is getting and could easily play as well. Um, it, it's those three or four youngsters in that team who've come through the system, which we're not seeing at City, which we'll come out and see. But but uh, the, the, everything at Liverpool is just coming together, isn't it? It really is. Well, it was just the form as well, Graham. You know, yeah. I, 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 you know, I. I I'll go back to the summer and looked at their recruitment, where they're at, the players that had left when when Wijnaldum left. And, you know, we, we're not to forget that we needed that uh, Alisson header at West Brom last year, mm. where he scored, to get them in the Champions League. Um, and I thought they were going to finish be- below Manchester United this year. Mm. And, and, and Chelsea thought they'd finish fourth in the league. Um, and right now, they're, they're on course maybe to, to, to win everything, which is unbelievable. Um, and this game, I, I, I think just the form... Suggests that they'll win. Uh, I think they had a shock against Villarreal. That first half, Villarreal were brilliant. Uh, I would say that if any team in England wants to look at that, just go at Liverpool and play with that intensity and you will cause some problems. I'm not saying you're going to win the game, but you'll unsettle and can can get at that back four. thought Trent Alexander-Arnold was exposed time and time again defensively in that first half against Villarreal. He was clearly targeted. Um, I wonder if Tottenham will do that with Son, and put Son up against Trent, if indeed Trent plays. Liverpool could, could easily take Trent out of the team, play Joe Gomez at right-back, as they did against uh, Newcastle. But Liverpool will win this 3-1, Graham. Comfortable he, Liverpool win. Tell you what, great, Craig, he was great at right-back, Joe Gomez. You know, yeah, he was. You can, uh, he, he is one of England's best... And I said this, man, you poo-pooed me. He's one of England's best defenders, he is. And... and you know, we'll see. We'll we'll see whether Jurgen lets him out to play elsewhere um, in central sense. But if he could walk into most teams, he really could. He was phenomenal. But yeah, and 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 the, was what touch on Liverpool one more time, Craig. We'll see who plays up front here. I think it's a real battle on to see who's going to play up front in these finals. Sadio yeah, Sadio Mane was very poor at Newcastle, and and Jurgen Klopp right behind. He was he was angry. He was getting angry. Mane missed two great chances, and after the second one, he hauled him off. He wasn't happy. But I love the fact he can do that. He can he can get into these he can get into his star players' faces. If he's not happy, you're coming off. And there's there's no disagreement. He's in charge, but it's the whole spirit of the squad. Mane knew coming off he wasn't good enough, but he knew that he didn't have to be think, told. Yeah, I he think the goal of yeah, I think the wasn't, goal wasn't, Yeah, he wasn't slapping around. You know, he, the likes of Sam Maxman flouncing around and slamming his hands. He could learn so much from a man who he knew he wasn't I, good enough. He came off. I, it was, I love that attitude. I really, Jurgen Klopp is. Graham, let me let me tell you, uh, Sadio Mane, Mohamed Salah, uh, when they go off, they hate going off, and they do normally kick off. So he must have known <laughs> he had a he, he must have known <laughs> yeah. he had a bad game. But I, I think the goals have dried up for Jota, uh, and I fully expect. See the the, the only. Listen, Klopp got all the plaudits in that Champions League game for bringing uh, Diaz on at half time, and I'm I'm sat there scratching my head, going, "Well, why didn't you start him? He's been in great form. You know, he's brilliant in the second half. Scored. I think I think in these finals, we're going to see uh, Diaz, Mane, and Salah as the front three. Salah playing from the the right, Diaz from the left, and Mane through the through the middle as the false nine. I think that's I what agree. We'll see. I, I think I think Salah and Diaz. I, I totally agree. I think that third one's up for grabs. I do, but I think Diaz and Salah are nailed on, and still one up for grabs. I, I just I just think the goals have dried up for Josh Grimm in in, yeah. in the past weeks, and uh, that'll that'll. I just think he had that extra bit in the air. But we'll see. We'll see. It's a, nice just, problem. It's, a it's a lovely problem for you. Yeah, it, it really is. On to Sunday, we've got four games. The first one is back into the relegation battle: Arsenal versus Leeds. Here, Craig, this isn't yep. one that 
Um, you know, um, and and we did speak off air about this, Craig. Um, I'd had leads in the relegation battle before. Now I'd moved them back out. You'd never really had leads as being worried about them. Nope. I think you are a little bit worried now, Craig. As yeah, we all should th- be. Yeah, I, th- I think so, Graham. And I think um, obviously the, the Jesse Marsh has gone in and he's changed the style of play. Um, they're trying to be very compact and and play deep with that low block. Um, as they call it, we call it playing, we call it sitting deep as, as old school guys. Um, and I think that comes with its risks because they don't have lots of goals in the team. You alluded to earlier, the, the goal difference, mine's 34. Mm. Um, they, they've conceded 72 goals, which is just, I was just crazy. Looking at that. Leeds have conceded more than Norwich. And we're, not, we're not poo-pooing Norwich. No, Norwich are a championship team playing in the Premier League, Craig, but yeah. they put up a good effort in some ways. But for Leeds to concede, and, but Bielsa's team concede that many, and it's, it's, it's horrific, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think they'll, they'll go and try and... They won't go to Arsenal and try and win, I don't think. They'll go and try and get a point, and I think that'll, that'll be their undoing. I think Arsenal will beat them comfortably 2-0. Uh, and, and you did... Do you talk if you're picking these relegation teams out? Okay, didn't it Leeds could go? Oh, they could go, obviously. Didn't it? Graham, I think, I think now they're hugely in a relegation battle. Uh, I can't call it, you know. I, I thought I didn't predict that Everton would would, would beat um, Chelsea. You know, Chelsea and Manchester United at home, and, and they did. They, they've come through those games with, with six points. I didn't, I didn't see that. They're gonna be ups and downs. Um, I, I think Leeds need to take, um, you know, six points. Um, I, I, I think they're going to go into the final two games needing to win them both to stay up. Yeah, they got. But I'm, 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 I'm fortunately I'm attending the Leeds Brighton game, which we put in in the office a few weeks ago. Not and, and there was a little note on the end. If Leeds are still in trouble, they very much will be. So that'll be a very yeah. good game for me to attend uh, next, next maybe a couple of weeks. I think that was. But yeah, um, so Leeds for me. Arsenal going top four, so you think they have to do yep. something here? Yeah, you know, Leeds are in such. If only, if only we've said this before, Craig. If only they'd signed another striker in January. They, they, they really are toothless. Not yeah. thanks to Jesse Marsh, but the one striker they've got in Bamford, he's not available. It's really no. hurting them. Um, yeah. oh, I, I'm going to say one all, Craig. Okay. So this is one of those shock ones. Um, we've seen a few shocks um, come off. There's going to be lots of twists and turns in this relegation thing. We've seen lots of them, haven't we, Craig? I think it's going to yep. be one of them. I think it'll be one all. I'm going to give Jesse Marsh benefit of the doubt. Uh, on to Leicester versus Everton. Okay, again, here we go, Craig. All the relegation battle here. Leicester versus Everton. Yep. Everton are woeful away from home. Leicester coming off the back of that midweek uh, defeat, up and down. I do wonder if Leicester give a few of the youngsters a chance. Dewsbury Hall has been wonderful, hasn't he, for them? Yeah. Bit of transition going at Leicester. Oh, um, I'm gonna say one all again. I think Everton might get something here, Craig. One all again. Everton, sorry, um, Leicester haven't won since they beat PSV. Much mm. you know, they, they've, they've had six. Uh, has he been? Has he been resting players? Has he been resting players throughout that period? Or? Um, they've had they haven't had many players available, Graham. You know they, they've had their injury problems. They, the form isn't great. Um, you know the, the last last home win was uh, in the league was against um, Palace, which was the tenth of April. Because, because of what because of the I'm I'm just that Leicester are going to win because Everton need to take something from the game, so they're going to have to be a little bit more more open, uh, and that's going to play into Leicester's hands. Um, 
we need we need to see the, the real Leicester really I think Leicester are going to win this 2-1 they then play Norwich and I expect them to beat them so yeah I th- I'm going to give Leicester the benefit of the doubt here and say that they're going they're going to win this game 2-1 uh, on to Norwich versus West Ham. Already relegated Norwich against West Ham, who are battling for... I'm not really... There's really nothing on this game, is there? <laughs> West Ham have gone out, Craig. I think David Moyes will rest a few players. He'll probably try and bring some youngsters through. Dean Smith, he said today, I saw that he doesn't want to finish bottom. Uh, there might be goals in this one, Craig. There may be. I think Norwich yeah. might win this one. I think Norwich might win 2-1. Is it the seventh place that go in the Europa Conference League? I think does it not depend on? Um, I think it was depend on who won what in Europe. Um, top four, it, yeah, it's it's seven, 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 seventh place, seventh yeah, place should, Europa, yeah, Europa Conference League. Yeah, it should so, be. Yes. So, yeah, so, so top top four, just, top four we'll Champions. Yeah, top four Champions League, fifth, sixth Europa League. Yeah, seventh Europa Conference League. Right, so. Oh no! Well, the FA Cup gets the Conference League or UEFA space. I think there's only two European spaces available after Champions League. So the, yeah, the but, cup, but the but, but, but the oh, that's Chelsea. Yeah, that that'll, that'll be Chelsea che- or Liverpool. Yeah, yeah so it'll drop so go to seven. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So um, will West Ham want to play in that? Um, it's just the will. They'll win this game three-one and get uh, take out their frustrations from being knocked out of Europe. Uh, on to the 4.30 game on Sunday, final Premier League game of the weekend, is Manchester City hosting Newcastle. Obviously, we have this great, great tipsy, topsy-turvy, up-and-down championship title race, Craig, where one plays, the other plays, and they keep on going above each other, don't they? Which is great. Liverpool, yeah. again, we, we believe will be top of the table by the time Manchester City hosts Newcastle United on Sunday. Yep. Um, Newcastle, you know, they're, they're doing okay. They're putting up a decent, a decent fight. There's a lot of these players in this Newcastle team who won't be there in 12 months' time. They just don't fit in with the, the Eddie Howe system. But he's getting a good tune out of some of them. Won't be enough here. Manchester City will win this 4-0. Yeah. Um, I think City will win. Uh, I think they'll win comfortably. I don't think they'll concede. I think they'll win 3-0 great. And that takes us on to Saturday. Here we go, Craig. Here oh, we go. Yeah, we go it's yeah. the last day of the championship season. So 12.30 kickoffs for everyone here, Craig. Um, Fulham and Bournemouth are already promoted. So where the, the main things to play for are the final uh, playoff berth, which is between Sheffield United, Luton and Middlesbrough. Millwall technically have a chance, but they don't really. So it is between Middlesbrough, Luton and Sheffield United. And the bottom spot's already done. So we're only talking about the playoffs in terms of what is what is to be played for, Craig. Uh, yeah. And so let's take this game by game. I said Bournemouth already promoted against Millwall, who need to win to have any chance. They've got to win by four goals, I think, and they us to lose. So, you know, it, it isn't going to happen, really. And they're not going to win here. I think Bournemouth will sign off from the championship in some sort of style with a 3-1 win? 2-0 um, to, to, to Bournemouth, Graham. Uh, they deserve promotion. Um, they've, they've got you know a, a top striker at this level who's, who's had a great season. They've got good players. Uh, and we alluded to it in January, you in particular, mate. 
they 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 went out and they spent in the January transfer window. They brought in uh, a, a number of quality players that not just enhanced their team but enhanced their squad. So it made their bench so much better, and mm-hmm. I think that's that's what's helped them get this over the line and uh, and get promotion. So congratulations to to Scott Parker uh, on his second promotion from this this level, and everybody at Bournemouth. Huge congratulations. Yeah, well done. I'm getting over the line. On to Birmingham versus Blackburn. Uh, two teams who will be the last games in charge for both managers. Lee Boyer, according to reports, looks, looks set to depart. Um, that's yet to be confirmed. And Tony Mowbray, um, man we both love, Craig. Um, Explorer man leaving Blackburn, something I think they'll come to regret. But anyway, uh, Birmingham, Blackburn, Sunny Day at St Andrews. Uh, Blackburn should win this, Craig. I think they will. Birmingham Day is going to be the last game, actually, for quite a few of their players as well, isn't it, yeah. Blackburn? They're going to be losing yeah. a few players, including the captain, Lenahan, Burton Diaz, probably quite 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 a lot of this team. Um, two 0 Blackburn to sign off for some of these players in style. Yeah, I, th- I think um, I think Blackburn have got better players. I think Birmingham uh, will will go out and try and put in a performance for their for their manager. Um, I think it will be Burton Diaz last game uh, in the Championship and his last game for Blackburn Rovers. I think he'll want to sign off with style. I think he'll probably get a couple of goals. Big Sam Gallagher will get one. I think Blackburn will win three-one in a in a in a goodbye game for quite a lot of people down there. Uh, Derby Cardiff, obviously, this is a farewell to Championship for Derby County. Wayne Rooney. I I imagine this will be his last game in charge of Derby County, Craig. I don't think they'll be able to keep yeah. hold of Wayne Rooney in League One. Um, but what a performance he's put in there. I think it'd be glorious to Pride Park and there'd be a lot of celebrations there, even though they're going down, new owners going in. Uh, 3-0 Derby. Yeah, 2-0 Derby. In a, it could be a really good game. The final game of the season is always good weather, isn't it, as well? It's really shirt sleeve weather. It's lovely. Lovely day out. Um Rooney's done a phenomenal job, Graham. We see it week in, week out uh, with the resources that he's had, the cards he's been dealt and the players throughout the entire season have put in a shift for him. So uh, huge credit to the attitude and application of the Derby County players. Rooney's been fantastic. Uh, Cardiff have had a really disappointing season. Derby to win. Yeah, on to Huddersfield Town versus Bristol City. Uh, Huddersfield already securing a playoffs, Greg, against Bristol yeah. City team who showed, you know, one of the best goal-scoring teams in the division, Craig, in terms of Semenyo, Vyman, Martin. Yeah. We know where Bristol, Bristol City's problems have been. It's been at the back uh, yeah. where they've been conceding far too many. Um, Huddersfield, I think if they'll have to rest players, it's just common sense. Why would you risk anyone in this game? Craig, Graham, I, I, I looked at that. I, I looked at that and I, then I thought again, you know, and the reason why is they can still finish above Forest. Mm. So, they, so they could, so they could, if they finished Forest, they'd then play the team that finishes sixth, right? So that makes more sense for them rather than facing um, the team that finishes fifth. Depends who finishes each one of those positions, though, doesn't it? They could, you can plan ahead all you want, but you may end up playing Luton in fifth or sixth or middles, but you yeah. don't know which one it's going to be. That's no. the problem. That's any problem we've got. Uh, for that reason, I think it'll end up being a. I think Bristol City will win this one 2 1, and purely for Huddersfield resting a few players. I don't think Huddersfield will rest players. I think they'll go in. I think they've got going in a real good, good run of form. I watched them last weekend against Coventry, Graham, where Coventry were far the superior team. Um, uh, Huddersfield scored a wonder goal uh, and, a, and a penalty uh, to, to win the game uh, without really creating a great deal. Uh, Jordan Rhodes, I've got to say, though, mate, his movement up front 
um, because they come through back three, all kinds of problems. Just his experience, his know-how, when to run, when to drop off, when to link the ball. Um, he didn't look a goal threat in the game, Graham, but he was excellent um, and, and made space for others. Um, I think Huddersfield are going to win this 3-1. Interesting. Didn't look a goal threat in Jordan Rhodes, a sentence we've heard many, many times over his career. Um, Hull City versus Nottingham Forest. Interesting one is on Craig. You know, this this could have been Nottingham Forest promotion party. I think we yeah. both thought we both thought it would be, but fair play, fair play to Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest came up short there. Oh, they're going to be licking their wounds a little bit here, Craig. As you said, is third place a big thing for them? I don't think so. I think there'll be a few changes here for Forest, but I still think they'll have a bit too much for Hull on the day, uh, and it'll be a 1-0 Forest. Yeah, I'm going to the game, Graham. I'm looking forward to it. I think Hull will want to uh, want to sign off the season on a positive note. Obviously, they got bopped last time out. Uh, real poor performance uh, against Bristol City. They'll want to end the season on a high. Because of that, because of that, I'm going to suggest that Hull are going to win this 2-1 because there is some pressure on Forrest to get a good result. Uh, they will come out, but I think Hull are going to, going, to, going to catch them cold after that defeat, midweek defeat against Bournemouth. Yeah, um, so we'll see how that goes on. Forest, obviously, in the playoffs, and we'll see who they get. One of the results which will dictate who they get, Craig, is Luton Town entertaining Reading. A huge yeah. game miss, a bit of a local derby in the Thames Valley, this one. Luton need to win. If Luton win, they're in the playoffs. Wow, who would have thought that? If you, if you offered that to um, oh, wow. Nathan Jones, um, look, at, look at me getting his name right as well. Um, well that would have... He just slapped your hands off. Well, he wouldn't. Firstly, he, he let alone snap your hands off. He just slapped you around the face because he wouldn't have believed you that he was in the playoffs. But yeah, um, as much you know, as much as I'll be cheering Reading on with all my heart, Craig, as you will be, um, I just don't see how Reading beat Luton here. I really hope they do. My 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 heart says draw, but my head says Luton win this two 0 Unfortunately. Obviously, they've got a goalkeeping issue, Luton Graham. So I heard that so, fillers in. What's the situation? I, I did sign someone emergency loan, haven't I? Yeah, so that so that so they've, they've got Ingram in from um from Matt Ingram in from Hull City on emergency loan. Um and he I'm told that he will play again at the weekend. Now his only game for for Luton was that 7-0 hammering against Fulham. Uh and, and look, that's the third time Fulham have hammered someone 7-0. So you know, take that with a pinch of salt. Um but Reading, Reading really have got nothing to play for whatsoever. I think it'll be Paul Ince's last game in charge. I think a lot of the players, uh, John Swift, uh, Lucas Jow, uh, it'll be their last game. Um, I think on a sunny day, they'll go out there and perform. And I'm going to suggest that it's going to be a one-all draw, similar to how they, they, they drew against Blackpool recently. The only caveat to that is those Luton fans who are brilliant down there, Kenilworth Road, um, getting right behind their team, putting the referee under pressure, putting those Reading players under pressure, and they may be the difference. And if Luton do win, I think it's going to be down to their wonderful fans at, at Kenilworth Road that create a really intimidating atmosphere. Yeah, I think being at home is the key fact. If it'd been a Reading, I'd yeah. have been a bit more positive. But yeah. as it stands, um, I don't hold that much hope. But on to Peterborough Blackpool. Two, two, two similar sized teams here, Craig. And no, this is the difference we've spoken about this before, haven't we? One one great recruitment and, and yep. one not. And uh yep. says, oh, uh, Peterborough Blackpool. And Peter Blackpool are going to send Peterborough down um, back to League One where they belong with a 2 0 win at Blackpool. I think Blackpool want to get a result after that derby uh, calamity last time out. Um, I think they will get a result. I think they end the season with a two-one win uh, in a in a what I think Graham will actually be an entertaining game. 
on what uh, one to what maybe an entertaining game, a nervous game here. Preston versus Middlesbrough, Ryan Laws. Preston don't have anything to play for. Middlesbrough under Chris Wilder have everything to play for. Um, and some of these Middlesbrough players too, because you know Middlesbrough are going to struggle to hang on to some of these players, Craig, if they don't get promoted. Middlesbrough need to win and hope that either Luton or Sheffield United don't win. So it's not in their hands. Will Middlesbrough get the win that they need, Craig? I think they probably will. I'll say 2 0. Not entirely convinced they're going to score enough goals, Graham. Um, Preston invariably do score. Um, I'm, I'm leaning towards a one-all draw, um, but because Middlesbrough need a win, Wilder will roll the dice, and he might, you know, if we if we are drawing and we need a, a goal, he might put another couple of forwards on as he's done in the past. Mm. Um, and because of that, yeah, I'm going to give Borough will win this two-one with a with a late goal. Um, on to the and the other game which is involved in in this battle, Craig, is Sheffield United versus Fulham. I say it with a bit of a chuckle because, yeah, it depends which Fulham turn up here. It depends which which players have uh, made it back to the club after a week of partying, which I no doubt they've had, which fully yeah, deserve, Craig. Hey, yeah. hey if, if they're still partying on the bus up to Sheffield, I'll have no complaints, Craig, because they fully deserve everything they get. They've won the division at Canter, being one of the best teams the championship has ever seen in my eyes, Craig. We haven't seen... Um, a team better at going forward. They are the best, yeah. They, they are the best team in the history uh, uh, of the, the, the championship. Going forward, I'm not sure about in defence, but going forward, certainly with Wilson and, and Mitro. Wilson, who I don't think gets applauded, he deserves Greg. I, think he's I been agree with absolutely you, absolutely amazing. Yeah. He's, he's in my um, team of the year, mate. Oh, yeah, without, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, will and if Mitro and I, 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 I'm, I'm pleading with Marco Silva to start with Carvalho, Wilson, and Mitro. If M3 start, Craig Middlesbrough have some real hope here. And this caveat, if he starts with them three, I think Fulham will get something here, Craig. I think it'll be a two-all draw. If he doesn't start those three, they'll get absolutely nothing. So that's my caveat. If he don't start them three, 2 0 Sheffield United. If he starts them three, possibly even 2-1 Fulham. Well, I'm told that Rodrigo's got to start the game, Graham. Uh, and obviously Middlesbrough missed out on starting Rodrigo in the summer, yeah. didn't, didn't, didn't they? Um, He's not so bad there, to be fair. I like him, Graham. Listen, I like him. Uh, and I think he'll want to make an impact. Uh, he's only started a couple of games all season. Now, I think he'll score, Graham. Uh, Depends I mean, who's playing with him, Craig. Depends who's playing it with him. Listen, if, 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 if Harry Wilson's playing, um, and, and look, this is going to be the, the goodbye game for Fabio Cavallo yeah, as well. Yeah, I was going to say, surely Cavallo has to start because he, always, yeah. he surely has to start this game. Yeah, I, I, I expect um, I expect Tom Kearney to to, to start as well. Um, I'm leaning towards a one-all draw, mate. Um, Sheffield United won full on one. That'd be interesting, won't you? So Millsborough could miss out, not because of the other team, but for, for, through themselves, Craig. That would, that would be a typical end to a season for Borough. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I could see that playing out. Let's hope not. Um, on to Stoke v Coventry and Midlands Derby here, Craig. Um Two teams who will be hoping to be more involved next next season um, in the playoffs, especially Stoke. You know, I think some of they'll have, um, but both teams who will look to make a real push for playoff spots anyway next season. Entertaining game, this one, Craig. Nick Powell um, back involved. He scored, didn't he, the other day? Uh, I'm going to say two all here, Craig. Bit, a bit of entertainment here at the 365. You know what, Graham? I'm, I'm going to go for even more. I'm going to say it's going to be three all in a 
end of season ding dong. Um, uh, Victor Gary Kareth will be the best forward on on display uh, in terms of centre forward. Um, I hope that Nick Powell plays because he's Stoke City's best player, no doubt about it. I've uh, got Stavo Hamer there. Jacob Brown's been, playing is it for Stoke? Yeah, I've, been really, really I've, been, well. I've been really impressed with him this season. I must admit, he's come on leaps and bounds. Graham, I totally, totally agree with you. I, I saw him live a couple of weeks ago at Blackburn and I thought he was excellent. Um, you know, he, he was he was good at Barnsley. Uh, he was okay last year. This this season, yeah, mate, I, I think he for next season for Stoke is going to be a key player. He, he looks a real talent and uh, I really like him. Really like him. And he's still got young Campbell who's had an injury hit season, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a few players that come on. But yeah, I, I can see, I can. I think there'll be goals here as well. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I don't, I don't, we don't see, we think um, O'Neill and Robbins will certainly both be in charge next season. This is one, one of the few ones where we don't question the managers for next season here. I just, I just, I, listen, depends what Stoke do. I think, I think Michael O'Neill's they get on well done. I, I think. Yeah, they're, they're, they're I think. He's, I think. I think he's had a good end to the season, Graham. They've appreciated I, that rebuilding job he's done as well. They've appreciated the, the coach family. Have appreciated. They are quite loyal, aren't they, as well? Yeah, they are, and I, and I think he deserves it, Graham, uh, mm. because you know, if if they do bring someone in after he's just given eighteen months, you know, getting rid of, of <laughs> yeah, players yeah. and reducing the the wage bill, if it would be really harsh on. On him, you know, he's going to have the chance to to sign some players that he wants in the summer, um, and I hope that he he he's there. Uh, on to Swansea QPR. Yeah, this will be a, an interesting game, this one, Craig, full of talent. I mean, Mark Warburton, another manager who is bowing out. Yeah. Um, yeah, again. Um, QPR on the beach, mate. QPR yeah, absolutely on the beach. Um, I was I was I was texting my our good friend Uncle Albert Adorma in midweek. I was pulling his pulling his legs in. Is he going for the player manager role? He said not quite. Give him four or five <laughs> years. Um Interesting game, this one. No pressure again. I think there'll be goals here, Greg. These two certainly. Um, I'm gonna say three two QPR. I think they'll they'll send Mark Warburton off in fine style. Did, did, did you watch the, the, the QPR Sheffield United second half last week? A I've never it, seen, yeah. mate, I've never seen such an inept defensive performance and midfield performance from a championship team uh, than, than what QPR dished out. And I felt for Mark Warburton. And I also felt for the forward players at QPR were given no service whatsoever. I don't think they had a single chance in the second half, which was just absolutely shocking. Um, Swansea will bop them, they'll pass them off the pitch and they'll win this comfortably 3-1. On to West Brom versus Barnsley. Barnsley bidding farewell to this division. Obviously, they're looking for a new manager. Lots of links coming around. Our good friend Jimmy Floyd being linked there, been interested link up, wouldn't it? So we'll see who what we'll see which direction Barnsley going, Craig. Um, I think it'd be a decent club to work with. I think a lot of managers in for that one. Um, against West Brom, um, Steve Bruce at the moment. Again, yet another club, Craig, who we're not 100 percent sure he'll start the season in charge there. We'll see what summer comes there. So two clubs to keep an eye on here. Um I don't think we'll see an awful lot of goals. I think Barnsley might get something here, Craig. I think Callum Styles turned it on for Barnsley. Yeah. Two all. Yeah, it's been Callum Styles last game for Barnsley, isn't it? That's that's clear. West Brom have been really poor this is he season. Out of, is he out of contract, Greg? He's had a cracking season. I said to you earlier, and he's impressed me so much this season. He, yeah. he's, he's, he's their best player. He's had a wonderful season. He's now now a Hungarian international too. Let's, yeah, let's not yeah. forget. Um, uh, listen, he might even get a move to the continent on the back of that, Graham. You never, you never know. Seriously, you never know. Well, he's only 20, he's only twenty-two. Twenty-two. He's, um, he's got like a hundred. 
uh, over 100 games. He, he came through the youth system at Burnley. I tell you what, Burnley could do a lot worse than bringing someone like him back. <laughs> he was at Bury for a number of years, wasn't he? Barnsley paid, ha- paid half a million for him, Craig. Did they really? I thought they took advantage of Berry going bust. But okay, okay. No, they paid. They paid. Right. Because uh, it's yeah, it's twenty eighteen. Wow, he's been there right. a while, but he's certainly. Yeah. I think over the last twelve months, he, he has really come on leaps and bounds. Yeah. For me. I think they'll get between two and three million pounds for him in the summer, and, and fair plays. He's their he's their best player, um, and he'll sign off with with a man of the match performance probably. Yeah, I, one all draw, West Brom one, Barnsley one. And that's it for the championship. So we'll see who gets through to the playoffs, Craig. Obviously, from your point of view, you think it will be um, you think Luton will get through. And did you predict the Middlesbrough win or not? I predicted the Middlesbrough win and the Sheffield United draw. Um, so you think it'll be Luton and Middlesbrough in the playoffs? Then? I, I think Middlesbrough might lose off on, lose out on goal difference. Oh, in terms of all oh, right, all oh, right, yeah. So Middlesbrough might win, but then there'll be one goal shy. Yes, depend on the chef because that chef United result. If even if chef United lose, they've got to be careful about how many they concede. And from a Middlesbrough point of view, we could do with a Fulham 7 0 win there, couldn't we? <laughs> we certainly could, pal. We certainly but, but could, but I don't think it'll come to that. Uh, but yes, Nathan, never really anything with, with Listen, I'm, 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 I'm hoping and praying that Middlesbrough get in, but I think it will finish as it stands now. Interleague, interleague one, we're already in the playoffs, Craig. Uh, yeah, we, we touched on it last week. So it is the playoff teams were Wickham, Milton Keynes, Sunderland, and Sheffield Wednesday. We've already seen the first leg, which yep. is a surprising result for me. Wickham won in 2 0. They're in great shape ahead of the second leg. Although MK Dons, if any team is capable of bringing back that scoreline, it is MK Dons for me, Craig. I think yes, Scott, it is. Twine, Scott Twine showing up over one of the best teams in the division. Um, yeah, so we'll come Wickham, Milton Keynes. We can't predict that one. Second leg, it'll be a good game. We can predict this one tonight, Craig. Sunderland versus Sheffield Wednesday, over 40,000 at the Stadium Ice. Yeah. be a cracking game, this one. I think it's too close to call. I think Sheffield still score. I think it'll be one all here, Craig. I think everyone, again, is... I think there's a lot of pressure on Sunderland. Everyone's thinking they're already in the final. And I think Sheffield Wednesday being underestimated here. I think it'll be one all. I, mean, it, I, I think in the history of the playoffs for League One, this will be the two biggest clubs playing each other. Sunderland and Sheffield. Won't, won't be many bigger. No, it, it's just two massive clubs. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday obviously finished the season in fourth. Sunderland in fifth, just a point between them in the league. Um, goal difference, Sheffield Wednesday had a better goal difference because they conceded less. Sunderland scored one more. There's nothing between these two, Graham, is there? Um, obviously, Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday bopped Sunderland, didn't they, at Sheffield Wednesday earlier in the season. Um, they bopped each other, didn't they, during the season there? Yeah, yeah, so I, mate, it honestly it is Sutherland's form is so good. Uh, they haven't lost since MK Dons beat them at the Stadium of Light. They don't think they'll lose Sutherland two, Sheffield Wednesday one. Okay, right, and that takes us on to that. So, good luck to everyone involved in the League One playoffs. We don't know who's in the League Two playoffs yet, Craig, because it is the final week of the League Two season. Yeah. And it is going down the way with many of these teams, as we predicted. A lot of fun to be had this weekend, Craig. We start, as always, up in Cumbria, Barrow entertaining Northampton. I watched um, extended highlights last week of Northampton against Exeter. Amazing game that one, Craig. Where it, I think Northampton had gone to Slough and then next it went up the other end of the pitch and scored. It was a remarkable game, um, a fascinating one. But it did see um, Northampton 
only stay in the top three on goal difference okay. from, yeah. from, from Bristol Rovers. But um, of that third, the last place can still be taken by all that was Swindon Town. Swindon in seventh yeah. could very well finish third. That's where yeah. we are. We, we we probably thought this was going to happen all through the season, didn't we, Craig? So, yes. So, Northampton, um. Around 77 points. There's excellent forest green to those listening. Excellent forest green are clear. They're promoted. They're playing for championships. They're playing for the title. Sorry. Yep. The rest of it, Northampton are on 77 and plus 20. Five goals better off than Bristol Rovers, also on 77 points. Then Mansfield on 76, Port Vale on 75, and Swindon on 74. And then we still have Sutton and Tranmere. We're hoping to get in the playoffs, Craig. Yeah. It's it's absolutely Brilliant. mental. Brilliant. Um, so Barrow, Northampton. So this one is part of it. Barrow. So if Northampton, this is easy to explain, Craig. If Northampton win, they are up. It's as simple as that. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yes. What? Why? Oh well. Yeah. Sorry. Why? Unless because it's a fact, listen, unless listen, it's a Greg, five, I, unless listen. it's a five goal swing. Yeah. Unless, yeah because unless because swing because Bristol because Bristol Rovers play Scunthorpe. Yes, that is right. So Northampton, if Northampton win, then they'll have to be at least a six-goal swing to Bristol yes. Rovers, which would be difficult. But Northampton, it is in their hands. It's as simple as yeah. that. It's, it's all in Northampton's hands. They go yeah. to Barrow, and I think, I think we all. And I must admit, hands up. I thought Northampton were going to drop out, Craig. I thought they had. I think we both felt that they weren't probably likely to seal top three yeah. place under John Brady, who's done a brilliant job there, by the way. And I think he's going to burst the bubble of Bristol Rovers, Mansfield, Port Vale, who I think at some point we all thought we're going to get promoted, Craig. And I think yeah. Northampton are going to go to Barrow, win 2-0, and that's just too big a margin for Bristol Rovers to overcome in my eyes. And yes, it'll be Northampton getting the promotion with a, a 2-0 win in Cumbria. I'm going to suggest that Northampton are going to go and take all three points by winning 2-1. Yeah, they played well. They, they played, I saw them. They played um, well at Mitchell, Pinnock and Sam Hoskin, two very good players for Northampton. I think they'll be, Pinnock's had a wonderful season for them. Yeah. I think actually they probably need to get promoted Craig, to keep, try and keep some of those players. But hey, that's probably the tale of quite a few teams in this division. Bradford, Bradford hosting Carlisle. Mark Hughes uh, taking on Paul Simpson. Simpson who signed a new deal at Carlisle, Craig. We're delighted to hear that. Yeah, Simo's class. Um, ahead of a new season. This will be a good game. I think Simo will sign off in style against uh, a Bradford team who had a wonderful... I don't know if, well, you saw it, Craig. They won the 4-1 at Sutton last week, which was absolutely bonkers. 3-2 um, yeah. Carlisle, another bonkers game. I think it's going to be a typical Bradford, mate. They, they won that game. They beat Scunthorpe. Um, back down to earth with a Carlisle 2-1 win and a Paul Simpson masterclass. And talk of bonkers goals, Bristol Rovers. Um, go. Can I go week, first for this prediction? Uh, no, because I think we already know it. Um, <laughs> in terms of Bristol Rovers, that's what they were, you know, in some ways they were very fortunate against Washington. They had some decisions go their way, but they kept at it. They had to. Aidan Collins is, they've got some of the best players in this division. As you've yeah, said, no. you said early, late last year, no. Greg, the, the signings they made, they've got some of the best players in this division, Bristol yeah. Rovers, and, then, and they're starting to perform now. And I think they'll, they will get the win, Craig. There's no doubt about that. But I think I, I would hit. I would. I would dare say the odds on this are, are probably the, the shortest odds for a win in the whole of the in the whole entire English football season, Craig. I don't think there'd be a shorter odds on on any game than this. Bristol Rovers, Scunthorpe United. I think Bristol Rovers will win. I think they'll make it interesting, Craig. I think it will. They will win five nil. But it will come up just short. I'm going to suggest 
that Bristol Rovers are going to win 6-0. Which um which probably which uh what a good goal scored. Um so you so think that, so, get- so I so I think they'll win six nil, Northampton will win two one, uh and they'll both end with So you think Bristol Rovers will go up on goal scored. Goal scored, you think Bristol Rovers will go up there's a shot. I, I think I think it goes head to head, Grim. Has that changed this season? I don't know. But if it's goal scores, then Bristol Rovers will. Yeah, it's normally goal score, but I don't know if it okay. rules, if if you, if the rules have changed. It's not normally on head to head in the in the AFL. It never has been before, but it may have changed. I'm not I'm not so sure. But yeah. Um. So anyway, it's going to be fun and games down at the Memorial Stadium yep. for Bristol Rovers. Um. Exeter taking on Port Vale, a huge game here down at the Real St James Park. Um. Exeter is in their hands, Craig. If they win, they've won the title. Um, ahead of Forest Green, they're playing a Port Vale team who are hoping results go their way. They could still get that third place, but uh, but they need to to win or get something to secure the playoff spot because Sutton United can jump ahead of them. Tranmere possibly can as well, but unlikely on the goals. So, oh, I think because Port Vale needs something here, it might end one all, Craig. I'm going to say one all because Port Vale really needs something from this game to be certain of a playoff yeah. spot. Like I said to you last week, uh, Forest Green are going to bottle it and Exeter are going to win the league, at which point you laughed at me. Exeter are going to win 2-1 and they are going to be champions. Well, come on to Forest Green. I did watch highlights. Uh, you need to watch those. They were remarkable. Um, on to Harrogate Town versus Sutton. Um, Sutton needs something from this game. Craig, uh, they blew the bottle. You have to say they bottled it again last week against Bradford. If, if you know, if you've got to beat Bradford to get in, you have to do that. Sutton, you know, they've yeah. got a lovely new stand going in the way, and I did notice uh, Gander Green Lane is looking like a proper stadium now. No, they didn't, but it's you know, they're making real. They've spent a lot of money on it this season. They've spent a lot yeah, of money on the stadium. This a, season, a, a nice, nice new well, They had to change this, the grass as well, didn't they? Which wasn't cheap, but it looks beautiful now. See, if you ever look, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, Sutton, yeah, they're going to win here at Harrogate. Harrogate are not a very good team at the moment, capable of winning, but I think Sutton will have too much and win 3 1. Yeah, Harrogate won Sutton 2. Sutton, um, no, change that, mate. Sutton, Harrogate 2, Sutton 3. But I I don't think it'll be enough to get Sutton in, Craig, and we'll come on to, to find yeah. out why in a moment. Leighton Orient versus Tranmere. Leighton Orient are playing some decent stuff, Craig. We'll see yeah. under Richie Vellens, they're a danger for next season. They really are. Um, he'll he'll have them, and he'll have a priest bringing these managers in when they did Craig. It gives him it gives him a few weeks to to assess the squad properly, and then he's got yeah. his preseason. I think yeah. it's the time when Simpson came in and Mark Hughes, and I think in some ways it's a good time because it really gives him a chance to get a grip of the club. And I think Tranmere's promotion party, it's the no, it isn't really on anyway, and it'll be dead here with a Leighton Orient winning two one. Um. I think Tramie are going to just fall short, Graham, because they don't score enough goals. Um, and because of that, I'm suggesting we a one-all draw. Orient one, Tramie one. Mansfield versus Forest Green. Forest Green already promoted. You know, Forest Green, they've, they lost um, Matt Stevens, which was a huge blow to him um, yeah. a few weeks ago. Last week, Craig, honestly, the highlights, it, it would probably be my, think of that Coventry game that you saw against Huddersfield, but times it by 10. Some of them chances that missed, you it, it it was defying gravity. Some of those chances that didn't go in, and then and then they got bopped on on the on the counter attack by Har- by Harrogate. It was it was it was unreal. It was a very strange game to see. But 
Mansfield need the win. They were my tip to get the automatic promotion spot, Craig. I think they're going to come up just short. Mansfield are a point behind Bristol Rovers and Northampton. But let's not forget where they came from, Craig. Mansfield were, were, were yeah. they were really down, weren't they? And, and fair play to the Mansfield hierarchy, Craig. They could have pulled the trigger on, on Nigel Clough very early, couldn't they? A lot of people were yeah. calling for it, but they didn't. Um, but they'll get the, what will they get here? Forest Green. I think Mansfield might win, Craig, to be honest, and finish yeah, on 79. 2-0 um, Mansfield, because I think Forest Green, they've had a long, hard season. They're going up. Hey, job done. 2-1 two, two, Mansfield for all the reasons that you've just said, and, and Cuffy's done a great job, and we wish him, wish him well in the playoffs. Um, and on to Newport County, Rochdale. Newport County, another team, Craig, I think they'll look back at this and think, well, they've blown that a bit, haven't yeah. they? You know, Dom yeah. Telford. They were a bit too reliant on Dom Telford at times. Yeah, um, I, I think, and and it's, it's a home form that surprised me, Craig. If you look at Newport, they've had ten away away wins. If you said to me Newport would have ten away wins, I'd assume they were getting promoted because yeah. going down to Rodney Parade is one of the toughest games in this division. And I'm amazed they've only won nine games at home. Absolutely amazed because that really is a tough place to go. Um, but Newport are still uh, two 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 one Newport. Oh, I think Robbie Stockdale want to end the season well. Um, he'd have thought he'd have won that game last time out against Bristol Rovers, only to be undone. Um, got a really young squad. He's a young coach who's done well uh, in the circumstances. They'll want to improve again next season. Uh, 20th position really isn't good enough for a club like Rochdale, uh, but they need to invest and support the manager. Um, two all draw, Graham. Oldham Crawley, obviously, um, Oldham going down. Let's wish them all the very best for the future in the National League. Let's hope they can bounce back and come yeah. back a stronger club. Crawley, all sorts going on at Crawley with John Yems. I don't think we'll get into that just here. Nope. Um, big question mark over his future at the club. But um, this one, uh, nil-nil. Yeah, I don't agree with you. Um, nil-nil for all of the reasons that you've just said. Um, on to Salford, Salford versus... Stevenage. Uh, Stevenage, yeah. Um, have Salford Park Company with Gary Boyer? No, no. no but no. we are seeing Link. I saw Link with them um, because we have to mention Lincoln City Park Company, didn't they? Yeah. With, with Mike Appleton, who yeah. is be, already been linked to a very strong fit. He's been very strongly spoken about with the Salford job, which wouldn't surprise me, Craig, given his relationship with the uh, class no. of class of 1996. Yeah, I think he, he ticks a lot of boxes for that. To be fair, I think they might fall into it, fall into that situation. And and we do like Gary Boyer, Craig, an awful lot, but hey, 10th place for Salford isn't isn't good enough. Well, isn't good enough for the management anyway. But let's see how they do. Steve Evans, wonderful job he's done keeping Stevenage up. Yeah. I think I think there'll be goals here. Two all. Mm, yes, no. Do you know what, Graham, right? Uh, this this might surprise you. But if Salford want a manager to get out of this division and they want to throw money at it, they should appoint Steve Evans. There's lots of ways for him to go. And you know what, as well, and obviously they've obviously talked about football before, but when they went out and signed Matt Smith, and we like Matt Smith, Greg, we, we do, yeah. as a player, but you know what you're getting with him. And if you're signing Matt Smith, you are not playing um, the forest screen type football or the Exeter football no, to no. get out of the division. When you know what you're doing, so for Gary Neville et al to sanction that signing, I hope they don't go on when they do get rid of Gary Boy, which unfortunately I think they will. But I'm when not they do, agree. I'm not sure they will. I, I, I'm not sure they will this summer anyway. You know, think about. Well, I hope for Gary Boy is safe. But to be honest, I think with that budget and stuff, I think he has come up a little bit short. 
Yeah, but again, we talk about the recruitment and, and who's making the decision. It's the most important thing at a football club recruitment. And, and Gary Neville is the man signing the players at, at yeah. Salford. Apparently, you know, there's a, there's a what do you think about this career? Apparently, a report from the Daily Record, which I think is from uh, a friend of mine, uh, Scott Burns. Um, they said Salford doing a tug of war with Hibernian for Michael Appleton, which is an interesting turnaround. But it, just sh- it shows us where Salford's budget is as well. It underlines where their budget is. Yeah, Hibernian, um, I think that would be a smart move for Michael Appleton to go up to, to Scotland and try and impact that division because uh, they've had a really underwhelming season this time around. Do you think it's fortunate Aberdeen. after what went on at Lincoln? Because they, they Massively. Were one of, if we were handing out we awards for disappointing teams, they would be in the top three for us, Greg, wouldn't they? Massively. From last season to this season, yeah. um, it's chalk, chalk and cheese, Graham. They've been, you know, they're in a relegation battle for a period, weren't they? Yeah, um, it was. They went, they went from from playoff contenders, and we we had them. We thought they were promotion contenders, didn't we? We did from, from yeah, League we, One. Yeah, we did. I mean, back on to this. I think Steve Adams done a great job, um, mm-hmm. and I think he'll want to get one over Gary Neville and his mates, and he'll win two one. Yeah, I was even towards that. I probably would have watched Steve Adams. Of course, yeah. they've lost out on the training ground, Graham, haven't they? Um, uh, has that been confirmed? Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. one. Um, so Stockport took the training ground. Although I think with with the moving the new st- they'll move to the to the sale stadium. Sale I'm not sure that that's going to be really difficult to have that that, that kind of there's so many parties and, and, and spinning plates because how can a how can a rugby team and a and a football team swap stadia? No, well, well, let's, well let's see. yeah, the rugby league team are being kicked out, so they will be homeless. Oh. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's Sal- it's Salford the rugby union, Sale Sharks who own the stadium, and they'll be on it with Salford, and the, and the odd man out, unfortunately, of the three will be Salford <laughs> Red Devils, who um, basically didn't go and play at Salford City's ground, or they can go and play, as far as Gary Neville's concerned, and his boys didn't go play wherever they want because there won't be any space for them <laughs> in that stadium, which oh. is surprised actually because they do play over the summer, so technically the logistics of it, they would, they would be able to play. But I think right. technically they don't want three teams on it. Uh, but we'll come to it. It's something we can talk about in the summer. In fact, I do, yeah. love, I do love my stadium story, so it's one we'll come to. Uh, Walsall, Swindon is the final game of the League 2 season, Craig, before we get on to the playoffs. Walsall, um, good run of form, but this is one that Swindon do need to win to be in the mix. They are in seventh, so it's in their hands, Craig. If Swindon win, they're in. If they don't, then the likelihood is they'll drop out to Sutton and or Tramia. Um, it's a tough little game, Miss for Swindon, but I think they'll come through it 2-1, but I think they'll be a bit nervy for them at times. I think Walsall are going to take something, Graham. I think they're going to take a point. Um, I guess it's going to be a one-all draw. Uh, I know Swindon have, have won the last three, but last day nerves is, is, is going to come into play here. I think they'll draw, and I think Sutton are going to nick that last playoff spot. I was going to say, so you think um, you think Bristol Rovers to third and Sutton into the playoffs. What did I predict? I think Northampton will do enough to win it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think Swindon, yeah, unfortunately, I think yeah. Sutton might miss out. Um, but, hey, they've only had them, themselves to blame. But look, oh, just notice now, look at like a way record for Swindon, Gray. 12 away wins. Spectacular, fantastic, fantastic. But well done, then, because we we must admit we had Swindon down, they were one of the relegation candidates. Everyone forgets they were one of the relegation candidates because they they, they only had about six players at one point, didn't they? If you remember, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. What, 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 what a job, and congratulations. Listen, it's been. I think we've got to say, Graham, the, the EFL this season um, across the board has been hugely entertaining with some fantastic players, uh, some fantastic teams, some fantastic games. The EFL must be one of the 
well, we know the English football pyramid is one of the strongest in the world anyway, but the EFL is, is just littered with quality and fantastic games. And uh, it's something that we should be proud of. And quickly, Craig, I know we weren't due to do this. Let's have a quick touch on the National League. When, oh, that doesn't finish until the 15th, the National no. League. So it's still got a couple of weeks to go. A few things there. But, um, but this weekend, you know, you know the game this weekend, don't you? Uh, go on. Wrexham versus Stockport. Wow. So yeah, Stockport are currently three points ahead of Wrexham. Yeah. Um, Halifax going up for it, and, and we just like to say a big congratulations to Mike Williamson and Gateshead. What a turnaround yeah. they've had. Brilliant. Won the National League North. Um, you know, and and, and there's, there's clubs with bigger budgets. You know, South, South Shields have um, missed out there um, to get back up to to the National League North. Um, so they're ones to watch out for. But well done to Mike Williamson. He's got York. Gateshead hope we're on the brink of going out of business in 2019 and Gateshead in the National League so well done to them but yeah we'll keep yeah. an eye next few weeks Greg, we'll keep an eye on the National League and we'll let all the listeners know how that's going and see who is promoted um, back up top so yeah it's a huge game this weekend one to watch out for Craig yeah it is it really it really is Graham it really is did, did, did we preview the Hartlepool Colchester game by the way oh Joe what because we, we um, Hartlepool do you know what we did because we're talking about Colchester, but we need to touch on that game. Um, it won't be a it won't be a fun farewell. And uh, to manager Graham Lee, who was sacked this midweek, Craig. Um, obviously we know Hartlepool quite well. It it's and well, if anyone who's not from the northeast, it's a decision that has staggered most people, Craig. Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't, I haven't heard from any fans, from any journalists, from any media, who who even who even saw this coming, Craig. Let alone. You know, there's no fans calling for this. They've had two wonderful cup runs. They lost the manager mid-season, which is never easy. You know, he's, Graham Lee's come in. And, and they've parted company with him, Craig. Um, we talked a little bit, but the first reaction, Craig, I, I, I presume you have a similar um, stance that this was, it's it just, it's, I, I say staggering decision, Craig. Did you go that hard? Did you go that hard on it? I think it yeah, was. I was flabbergasted. When, yeah. when I when I saw the news uh, last night that that Graham had been relieved of his duties, um, you know he went in there with a remit of keeping them in the league, so mm. he achieved that. But he also had a, a great cup run in in both the FA Cup uh, and the, the Papa, Papa John's. John's. Yeah. So so they, you, they've, you made, they, they've made money oh, this season, Graham, and, and they must be they must be, they're definitely bottom half in terms of budget, if if not a little less than that. Would yes. You? That's, that, listen, they've got one of the lowest budgets in the league. They've got five and a half thousand fans turning up every week and they've just made money on, on, on the cup run. They that's what I mean. The, the, the fans are, that's what I mean as well, Craig. The fans are obviously happy with Grimley or they wouldn't be turning up in those numbers. How do haven't seen numbers like that in, in years? No, they haven't. If ever. And, and, no, and what they're going to have, Grim, at the end of the season is money in the bank. You know, for the first time in a long time, because of because of what they've done, um, re- really frustrating. I wish Graham and his family all the best, and I hope to see him back in football ASAP. It's his first managerial job, Graham, after being a a, a young coach at, at Middlesbrough. Uh, yeah. He's taken the leap of faith. He's done a good job. He's been here for five months, and he's been sacked. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. I, 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 and hats, I, hats off to Jonathan Woodgate as well, Craig, because he's come out this morning and said the way Graham Lee's been treated, he won't be touching that job with a barge ball. So hats off to Jonathan Woodgate. Fair play. There, back in his friend. Yeah, fair, fair. Got nothing but respect for him. He's he's called it as it is. It's very easy for people in football sometimes not to do that and to sit on the fence. Yeah. Uh, kudos to, to to Woody for doing so. And, and listen, Graham, uh, Spike, we we hope to see you back in the in the dugout soon with a club where you you're respected and valued. Yeah, and that's it for us this week, guys. We'll be back next week to cover the last day of championship season, which obviously we are being biased here, Craig. We're not gonna we're not gonna apologise for it. Up the borough. Let's hope we get in the playoffs. Eh? <laughs> Have a good weekend.